It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's Your Life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And no, man, it's Friday. We made it. Uh, it's been a tough week. I'm Ooh, it's Friday night. <laughs> man, you know, I tell you, this has been a a fun, inspirational week, Nor. Uh, we great guests on this week. Oh, man. You know, we started off talking about Child Care Alliance, and we had Donna Smearinger on uh, the first night, and she, you know, educated the parents and educated us on, on great child care. And then, then we had Barry uh, Shore. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, next we had uh, Lauren Reynolds, who talked about at-home nursing care, you know, how we take care of the elderly and make sure that uh, that, that we they can do it mobily mobile and go into their homes and do all of this uh, but you know and then we we had the ambassador of joy barry sure man i tried to tell you i tried to tell uh, you ah uh, uh, man i had not been that excited uh, in, in chatting with somebody in a long time I mean, I mean years and you know what i i still rave about that every single night you know so and and last night we had the advocate for mental health, especially when it comes to our youth and in, when it comes to uh, our teens. Yeah, last and night was an important discussion. Yes, and it also was very important for the parents to be able to understand and know where to get these resources uh, so that uh, that we can take care of our, our community, our kids. And But tonight, Noah, we need to put all of these things together uh, because we talked about the mental <laughs> and we talked about the spiritual, but we also had to talk about the physical, because if you don't take care of your body, if you don't take care of your mind, uh, body and soul, well, you out of whack. All and, are just as important as the next. It works. It, they work in synchrony. And, you know, I, I believe that we got one of the best uh, physical fitness uh, health uh, nutrition, uh, and you, you you can just throw a, a, a lot of other things in that. That's going to educate us on what it takes to combine all of these things in order for us to stay healthy, in order for us to stay mentally prepared, in order for us to wake up with a smile on our face every single day. So that's what we got today. Yeah. Um. I'm just excited. I mean, I know this this amazing person and she is I mean, she's the epitome of fitness and nutrition and I'm just I'm just excited for her to give me some tips on certain <laughs> things. So, I am looking forward to this show and you know, taking care of yourself physically as well as, you know, just in all things, physically, emotionally, spiritually, it, it makes a healthy you, James. And, and, and it, it makes a healthy you. But, but let me end it. You know, well, of course, you know, that's my co-host, Michelle Cooley. Uh, we missing the show <laughs> contributor tonight. Yeah, he's hanging out with the family, Chuck Trenoni. But I, I'm sure that he's he's listening. And uh, listen, audience, just in case that you don't know, Noah Dingley is the one of the best producers. He's, oh, he's James, the best for you. me <laughs> in the world. And if you want to become part of this conversation, because we're going to introduce Kathy Murray in a minute. But if you want to be part of this conversation, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight eight eight. Three four four eleven seventy. Real quick, Michelle. James, before you go on, you're a guest on my show next week, and I'm really excited to talk to you. Man, Ooh. I cannot wait to be on your show, and I'm looking for you. You kind of got me nervous. Oh, I don't mean. be. <laughs> be easy. <laughs> well, I, I'm looking forward to it, man. Too, and uh, yes, you know, but uh, Michelle, can you tell uh, our listening audience about the purpose of the show tonight? Yes, the purpose of the show is learning about fitness. 
good nutrition and personal fitness training, receiving an up-close and personal look behind the 30-year career of the Fit Body Personal Fitness Coach, understanding how this personal trainer assists her clients achieve their personal fitness goals. And, you know, this is a, a friend of the family. Uh, I mean, and uh, so we know her and, and we know how dedicated she is. But I tell you, just sit back and, and listen to this young lady. She's going to educate us all. Michelle, can you can you introduce our, our guest for tonight, <laughs> our special guest for tonight? I will. I will. Kathy Murray. Kathy Murray is a certified personal trainer with the National Federation of Professional Trainers. She shares over 30 years experience in the fitness industry. Kathy is known throughout the fitness industry for her ability to motivate and achieve results. She has always been active from a young age, playing softball in high school and cheerleading from middle school through college, where she was a member of the 1983 National Cheerleading Championship at her alumni, Ohio State University. From there, she competed in and won the United States Aerobic Championship in 1985 and spent the year traveling the world with a team of six as a fitness ambassador. Kathy then was hired as a freelance educator to teach fitness to instructors in Europe. She lives abroad based in Munich, Germany, and taught mostly in Germany, Austria, and Italy for five years. She will co-author an upcoming audible book on this experience called The Munich Cowboy Cheerleaders Due Out This Summer. Fit Bodies was created while living and working in Munich, Germany. She moved back to the United States in 1997, relocating to Atlanta, Georgia in 1998, opening her own personal training studio in Buckhead, Georgia from 2001 to 2009. Always an avid cyclist, Kathy dipped her toe into the world of multi-sport in 2000, first competing in du duathlons and eventually moving to triathlons a few years later, challenging herself to overcome her fear of swimming in open water. She is still training the same clients 15 to 20 years later and continues to train a variety of clients from students, stay-at-home moms, professionals, to elite athletes. Kathy's mantra is, fitness starts in your head. Once you make up your mind that you want to get healthy, your body will follow. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, probably presents <laughs> Kathy Murray. Kathy, welcome to the show. And the title of the Thank show you. is Fitness Starts in Your Head. It's a mind All thing. Right. <laughs> it starts in your head. Hey, Kathy, welcome to the show. Uh, I, I am Thank so excited. You. you know, Kathy, can you tell our listening audience uh, a little bit more about you and, and where you're from and your background? Okay. Well, thank you for having me. I'm very, very excited to, to be here with both of you and your, your audience. Um, I am uh, originally from Columbus, Ohio, um, born and raised there. Shout out to my Buckeye Nation and family and friends there. Um, you know, I always have been uh, an active, I was always an active child. Um, so I was always flipping and jumping and running. <laughs> As I always say, I grew up being a, a run-jump girl. Um, so I was just always attracted to just movement. I, I mean, I tried everything. I tried basketball. I tried volleyball. I mean, there was no sport that I, I didn't try. Um, but uh, background, I, you know, kind of, it was kind of later in life that, you know, I got into the whole fitness thing um, regarding um, a career. Uh, but, um, uh, you know, went through college, you know, went more the medical route and then kind of went uh, later off into the fitness uh, fitness world. You know, uh, you, uh, you, you talked about all these sports and all of these things. How did you know? How did you know that you wanted to pursue fitness as a career and be one of those leaders out there to help try to get the whole world in shape? Wow. Um, it started probably at, at Ohio State. I, I was a, a cheerleader. And um, after I stopped cheering, I still had school. Uh, still was in school. And my roommate at the time, shout out to Judy, um, she was um, getting her master's. Um, and she was a grad assist with the uh, director of the Ohio State program. It was an aerobic program back in the 80s called Buckeye Aerobics. And it was free to faculty, staff, and students. And um, she was like, hey, why don't you come and try this aerobic thing? Well, being a cheerleader, you know, I just knew I was in great shape. <laughs> well, 
cheerleading is more anaerobic. I remember going to my first aerobic class and totally dying. Frankly, <laughs> 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 had to crawl out of the gym, and I was like, "What just happened?" But it was just so much energy. The the um, the the, the um, instructors were up on a stage, and everyone was following them. And you know, being a cheerleader. You know, that was uh, right down my alley. So I started training uh, in the Buckeye Aerobics program, and that's actually how I started actually, you know, eventually teaching uh, group fitness. So that's kind of how my my career started in the fitness, and then I just really didn't look back from there. Hey, believe it or not, and and, uh, years later with me, I I started, uh, I I was one of the founders of the uh, Navy Physical Fitness Program, OPNAP 61.1 Charlie. And I started uh, uh, this program by teaching aerobics, uh, 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 creating aerobics program. And I was able to get the commanding officers and everybody involved. And I was able to get the, uh, the Navy, the chief, op- chief Naval operation officer involved to adopt this program. And so wow. I understand exactly what you're talking about. But you know what, Kathy? We're going to take a break <laughs> and we're going to come back and we're going to continue this discussion with Kathy Murray, the fitness queen. We'll be back shortly. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer San Diego. Streaming now on TuneIn.com and Radio.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And I tell you, if you want to be part of this conversation with Kathy Murray, the fitness queen, uh, 1-888-344-1170. Again, 1170 If you got any questions, if you want to learn some things like I do, and, and, uh, Michelle, uh, call in. Hey, hey Kathy, I got to ask you this question. So, uh, what was your career path when you was young? Did you always know that you was going to head in, in this direction for as the fitness side or, uh, did it just come to you? No, I did not. <laughs> I was always, <laughs> like I said, I was always active in, in sports. And I remember that my, my mother is, is was a nurse. And I thought, you know, I think I want to pursue a medical career. Um, I definitely didn't have uh, math and science were my best uh, um, courses. So um, I, you know, as far as, physician or nurse, you know, I I talked to her about being a nurse, but um, I ended up actually going to a a route through the Ohio State University. It was called the Allied Medical Professions, and my degree was in biomedical communications. So I had to have a curriculum as if I was going to, it was actually under the College of Medicine. 
So I had to go, I have a curriculum of uh, anatomy and physiology and chemistry and all that, but also combined with a communications background. So I would go in and um, film surgery. I remember film, filming the transplant surgery and having to edit the tape. Um, at that time, I think it was for the Today Show. Um, back, back. This is aging me. Back, they had a slideshow for <laughs> the hospital. <laughs> so, um, and and I had to do photographs to for a slideshow to help with siblings that had a new baby. So it was a great. Um, uh, it was a great con- combination of both, and I actually ended up going into a career in medical sales. So um, I definitely did the corporate route. Um, before I got into fitness full-time. Wow. You know, I think we got a caller. We got Dr. Lester Freeman from New York City. <laughs> How you doing, Dr. Freeman? I'm doing quite well, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, thanks for calling in. I know you got a couple of questions for this, this great guest. <laughs> yes. Um, as, as a certified uh, trainer, have you experienced any injuries um, in your path towards becoming a certified trainer? Wow. Injuries. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it would be, it would be, I mean, you're a certified trainer. I mean, what did a certain injury in, uh, inspire you, say, your interest in training other people with, with similar injuries? Um, I think going way back, being... Um, physically, you know, active, you always had things like, you know, just being a cheerleader, you always sprung your ankle. You always turned your ankle. You always jammed your knee, you know, doing um, uh, gymnastics and things like that. Um, But um, when you're young, you can bounce back from that. But um, coming forward, um, of course, an injury as far as, as having a hip replacement, that really made me focus on, um, being able to get up after the hip replacement surgery and to help others become active. Because I wasn't ready to sit down. And I did an interview with a lot of surgeons that were like, you have to stop doing this. You have to stop. You know, if I heard one more stop, you know, <laughs> you can't, what you can't do, you know this, James, what you can't do. So, you know, I'm, I'm actually currently writing a book for to have to come back from a hip replacement to, to, to resume your, your active life. So um, I've had a lot of challenges. Um, that's been the biggest one with the hip replacement. But, um, uh, but you know, lots of sprains and strains. And, you know, if you love fitness, you just keep on coming back. That's what motivates you. Okay. Uh, one, more, one more question. Um, do you specialize in any particular age group? <laughs> or or uh, is, it, is it all ages from... I mean, what, from zero to ninety-five. Which age group do you specialize in? I didn't, I didn't hear that part of the program. You might, have, might have, I might have answered this question earlier. Yeah, we don't think we've gotten to that yet. But my, I have trained um, high school athletes at one time. Um, I had a rock climber um, in, in high school tennis. Um, swimmers in college. Um, my youngest now is probably in her mid thirties, and my oldest is eighty four. So wow. I run the whole spectrum of, uh, of of age groups. That's that's excellent. Is it possible I can get your information uh, later on, so I can see? Um... <laughs> yes, I, I would be happy to share that with you. Hey, Doctor Freeman, we'll make sure we'll we'll make sure that uh, we get that information to you. But she mentioned something a second ago about uh, hip replacement and and not being able to sit down. And Captain uh, uh, know just as well as I do, I had two hip replacements on uh, my right and my left hip. And you know, I I, I still can't sit down. I mean, if if you if you want to sit down and just uh, do the pity thing and just sit down and get all fat and and not be active, well. Life is going to deliver that to you. So, Kathy, I, I truly understand what you're saying by not yeah. being able to sit down and people tell you to stop doing these type of things. Yes. Kathy. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Kathy. 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a triathlete. So that was the one thing when I went to go have my hip replacement. I was looking for a surgeon that will, you know, that would would be, um, uh, you know, that would say, hey, no, yes, go ahead. And, you know, after my first sports surgeon that I interviewed, I finally found a sports-minded uh, surgeon that said, yes, you can resume uh, racing and triathlon. Wow. Kathy, how did you start your company Fit Bodies, and what types of clients do you work with? Fit Bodies, I actually started uh, Fit Bodies in Germany. So once I got out of college and then I went to the corporate America, I just wasn't happy. I had to do something in fitness. I was always teaching. Um, as you said in my um, bio, I had won the uh, Crystal Light National Aerobic Championship. So that gave me an opportunity to go overseas and teach instructors in other countries. And when I moved to Munich, uh, or moved to Germany as a, a, a freelance instructor, that's when I, I decided, hey, you know, I would like to um, personal train. And that was kind of before personal training really started. And before I was fluent in German, I actually had an English-speaking magazine in Munich called uh, Munich Found. So I started advertising American fitness trainer living in Munich, and that's actually how I uh, started my company. I had a student that was in my class that was a a PR person, so she helped me with my logo. She helped me with um, a contract. I had a translator that was able to take the contracts over to German. And that's how I started Fit Bodies. I actually started that in in, in, in Germany, and then I bought, you know bought it to the, to the United States when I moved back. And what types and, of clients uh, do you work with? Uh, all different types. I mean, I think now, I, I, you know, if someone um, has an injury. Um, I, I have a lot of, uh, luckily, a lot of um, uh, different uh, doctors and organizations that I work with, uh, physical therapists. So they may say, hey, you're weak in this area. You need to strength train. And uh, I get referrals that way. I, um, I have a lot of, uh, I, I work with an internal medicine uh, physician that said, that, that tells especially her seniors, you have to start doing um, some type of strength training. It's not too late. So I get a lot of referrals. I work with seniors regarding functional strength, balance. I have... Uh, uh, two clients that are uh, on the world team for uh, in triathlon in the 70.3 and the half um, Ironman. So I work with at strength, strength train with um, athletes, elite athletes. Um, I have uh, professionals from stay at home, uh, stay home moms, uh, attorneys, you know, uh, you know, all kinds of uh, different clients that like that they want to be in shape one reason or the other. Wow. I got to ask you this one, uh, Kathy. What are the biggest challenges uh, slash excuses you hear why people do not want to exercise? That's a good one. Uh, I think the biggest excuse is time. Everyone is like, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. So that is a is a big part of my job is to say, okay, how do you make time? You know, and I have to do this too because I'm busy. You know, I'm a triathlete. I have to make time to to strength train and to bike, run, and swim. So I teach my clients, okay, let's look at your schedule. Let's let's schedule it just like a meeting. You know, and because a lot of times. They may, you know, let's face it, something with, with COVID, we're, we're watching TV more, we're sitting, we're being sedentary. So I just help them look at their schedule and say, let's schedule a half an hour here for a workout or a half an hour here for a walk. So that's the biggest thing I see is definitely time, too tired. But as you guys <laughs> know, a lot of times you're tired because you're not moving. So... If you're moving more, you're going to have you're going to be a lot more energetic. You're going to sleep better and those things. Um, so time being too tired, not motivated, um, and that's where I come in. <laughs> I'm an accountability person. I have a lot of uh, clients that say, "Man, you know, this was a really tough day. If I didn't have to meet you, you know, this wouldn't have happened. I would have definitely blown it off." So having someone for accountability, or I tell people, "Hey, hey, have accountability partners." So not being motivated, 
Um, and then, of course, now it's, it's uh, you know, kids. I don't have time with the kids. So there's just a lot of different um, variables that um, people will give me <laughs> regarding um, the, cha- the, the excuses and, and, and the challenges that, can't, that will um, prevent them from working out. Just just like I mentioned, though, um, uh, the mental, the inspirational, and the physical, we have to take time, and we have to make time uh, to get all of these things in because balancing and ensuring that uh, that we have an equilibrium of all of those things is very important. You know, Captain, we're going to have to take a station break. Okay. Uh, we're having so much fun, but we're going to come am. back. This is great. We're going to come back and, and finish this discussion. I'm talking about not finish it, but we're going to come back and bring more of it to you. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley. Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County. AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And uh, I tell you, just having fun with Kathy, uh, it's uh, absolutely extraordinary because... We're talking about the physical portion of the mind, body, and soul. And, you know, I tell you, uh, Noah, man, she's bringing it tonight, man. What do you think so far? Yeah, she's definitely bringing it for sure. Hey, I'm very interested. What, I know you talked about excuses, and I've been one to make them myself. So seeing as how this has been a lifelong journey for you, have you made any excuses along the way? But talking about the mental component, as James was just talking about what did it take when you were if you were having any of those excuses in your in your own head that kind of kicked you into gear and took it to the next level wow uh i think if you are an active person you feel really great when you are an energized when you're working out and when you start to um slack off you really start to feel it. You start to feel flood, sluggish. You start to, you just don't feel, you feel a little bit of irritability. So I think it's the, with myself, if I say, if, you know, if I get tired and I was like, okay, I'm going to take, you know, a couple of days off. I mentally don't feel as sharp as I do when I'm actually able to go out for a run or um, walk my dog or, or just do something physical. I just, I just see that. I start to kind of get in a bad, a crabby mood. So, and that was difficult. And James could tell you that this when I had to have my hip surgery, because you know that takes time. And uh, you know, you go from I did a spin class the day before my surgery. (laughs) So (laughs) to go from that to nothing, that was a really mental. um, That was a tough time for me, And, and you know, went through a lot of depression just trying to come back from that. So um, that that's been my journey with um, just fitness. Just is is just a, a, a you know great high for me. And that's great because you you realize what not only what you're capable of, but when your body's operating at its best, as you were just talking about, you feel your best. Yes, you do. And 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 I think once I start getting my clients on that path, when they start to slack off or when they go on vacation and they do nothing and they come back and go, oh my gosh, I feel so awful. I'm so happy that I'm back. 
So you do feel that. Yeah, I mean, uh, and that's why focus is key. Focus is always key. And mm-hmm. uh, taking care of your body is key. But, you know, Kathy, we got another caller on, on, on the line, a caller, Charles from Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> How you doing, Charles? How you? Welcome to the show. I'm doing good. I'm doing well. Glad to have you here, show. man. <laughs> yeah. You got a, you got a question for this show. great guest? Yes, Kathy. So I, I want to know... How much does nutrition play into part of being motivated to work out and being healthy and stand, you know, injury-free? Uh, you, you care to comment on that? Oh, yeah, I would love to comment on that. <laughs> that is, I always tell my clients that it's being physically fit is 90% what you eat and 10% what you do. So you... Uh, you, and I also tell them, you know, um, you can't exercise your way out of a <laughs> of, of a poor diet. So nutrition is is huge. Um, I think that um, people have a tendency to rationalize with the nu- nu- nutrition, and I get this all the time with my clients. They'll have a great workout, and then they'll they'll want to go eat, and they think, well, you know, I just worked out an hour in the gym. I can go and have that extra what have you, you know, what fill in the blank. And, you know, I tell my clients also, it's like your body is a, a Ferrari and you're putting cheap gas in it when you eat bad nutrition. Especially <laughs> my, my, yeah, like my elite athletes, you know, because elite athletes, they can eat a lot of junk too. And I said, you're, you're a Ferrari or Ashton Martin or whatever the, the high-end car is, and you're putting regular gas in, you cannot perform at your optimal if you're doing that. And I think 10 to 30% of your calories are lost through uh, exercise, and people just think that that's more so. So, so take, say, for example, you um, do a 30-minute walk and you um, burn 200 calories. Well, you can go out and have, you can have a, like a glass, a glass and a half of wine and erase that immediately or four cookies. So <laughs> that, that, you can, and uh, this, I'm try, I always try to get my uh, clients to understand, you've done this hard work and you're just ruining it and by going, there's nothing wrong with having something, but you just have to have it in moderation. And so that's probably the hardest part of my job because nutrition is, is huge. Um, again, I always I always tell them it's ninety percent what you what you do and ten percent. I mean ninety percent what you eat and ten percent um, what you do. So nutrition is very very important. Yes, it is. And so I'm wondering, do you recommend a specific? Is it vegetarian? Is it vegan? Is it alkaline? Or is it no meat? Or uh, what type of diet? Yeah. That's, we can do a whole hour on that. <laughs> so, but the biggest thing is, you know, you have to find what's going to work for you. I, I'm not a registered dietitian, so I kind of stay right. in my lane, but I always have my clients do food logs. A lot of them are on websites like Fitness Pal, um, Lose It, and then I kind of look over their, um, their nutrition. I mean, if you're, you're a meat eater, you know, I try to get them to, you know, don't, you know, try to, to um, you know, m- modify that where they're not eating meat a lot. You know, having whole food. Uh, a lot of uh, people want to grab a bar or grab a, uh, a protein drink. And I- I'm a big whole food person. I- I'm into food prep. I've had to have my own journey where, you know, now as I'm older, I, I can't eat um, gluten. So I've had to, uh, you know, adjust my diet, too. But you just feel better when you're eating whole foods, you know, vegetables and and whole grains and, um, you know, seafood and uh, chicken, you know. And the biggest thing, too, is Charles, right? Yes. Charles. Charles is is the biggest problem I also see with clients or the challenges is portion sizes. We eat way too much food, especially if we eat out. So I just kind of teach them on what what a portion size is. I had a client, she's probably lost about 15 
pounds because she was logging her food. But I actually made her, she was irritated initially, but then when she saw the weight come off, she was very happy. I actually had her screenshot everything she ate. She was like, I'm so embarrassed because of my food. But I was like, there's too much rice on the plate. There's too much. That's too big of a portion. Because that was her, her issue. And she just would go back and go back to and eat the portion. So I had her screenshot. And when the weight started coming off, she's like, okay, I get it. So the portion sizes are huge, too, versus the you, someone will say, wow, I'll do, I'll do salmon. But um, it's too much. You know, it's like a seven ounce, a seven, eight ounce portion. So I'm a big person in weighing your food, you know, try to keep it at, you know, four ounces. You know, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so portion sizes, how the food is prepared, fried, you know, that type of thing, battered. So oh, yeah. whatever works for you. I mean, I, you know, I, I love Weight Watchers. I don't get into the fad stuff because that doesn't, um, that's, you can't sustain that. Because when my clients say, I'm going to go on this fast for two weeks, well, what's going to happen when you get off of that? How are you going to go out and eat in a restaurant and eat at home? How are you going to do that? I mean, this is not going to be your life. You can't fast forever. So just trying to um, help clients um, make, make better choices and, and have a balance. All right. All right. Thank you for your answers. I appreciate wow. it. You're welcome. Thank you for <laughs> that, that was fascinating. I like that. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, you, you have some of the clients take a picture of their food. And, hey, that's too much. You, you can't eat the whole fish. <laughs> right. Kathy, you know, I'm glad you're, you're talking about nutrition. You know, sometimes it was so funny when I was in, I'm getting to the question, but I would see some people, they have a diet soda and uh, fattening food, thinking that the diet <laughs> soda is going to melt away the yeah. fat in the fattening food. But my question exactly. is, my question is this: Everybody has their different um, muscle size or different sizes. So you know, we we see, oh, you're five foot two, five foot three. You should be a hundred to one hundred and ten pounds. But it's all about you know your body makeup, your muscle makeup. How do you realistically teach your clients on not trying to fit into the stigma of what their height and weight should be as a trainer? Uh, yeah, that's a hard one because we that's we start young saying you, you got to be you know especially with the physical fitness things where you have to be this height and this weight and helping them understand. Because I, I've always been muscular, so I'm going to weigh more. So luckily, I remember before I was educated and, and, and understood that I'm going to weigh more than, um, you know, someone that's a really thin person. You have to, um, you just have to get people to feel comfortable with them, them, themselves and their, their body shape. And I, and I have to look at people to not become a slave to the scale because a lot of times they'll say, Hey, I've gone down a waist size. You know, we do measurements and things like that. And, but they're like, but the scale's not moving. It's like, don't worry about the scale so much. A lot of times you'll see the, um, you know, your, your, um, circumference decreases. Like you're, you know, you can do another belt on the belt loop and you'll, you'll see a lot of those things, change with your body before the scale even moves. So I try to get them to see more of that and the whole muscle to fat ratio and not be so concerned with how much they weigh. Because they'll weigh themselves every day and then great if they've lost a pound, but then um, later that night they can be carrying water and they're not two pounds and then their mood changes. So it's just like, now how did I gain two pounds? So that's been a, um, that's a frustrating for a lot of people when it comes to um, to weight loss is to constantly look at the scale. Wow. You know, this is so fascinating. We got to take a station break. When we come back, we got another caller on the line that that want to ask Kathy a question. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley.
The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we are offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on smart speakers and radio.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And, you know, I tell you, when you're having fun, and you enjoying this, and you know that the topic, Noah, you know that it's it's a very important topic, and we need to pay attention and listen to it. And I think our listening audience is paying attention to this. Yeah, you uh, and I were talking about it, James. This is this is one of those shows where you just absolutely can't get all the questions asked in an hour. You can't do it. <laughs> and you know, so what we gonna have to do, Noah? We gonna have to invite her back. Hundred <laughs> percent. We got to invite her back to the finishes. But I, 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 if you want to be part of this major conversation, which I think is so totally important, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy eleven seventy. We got a caller, Katie from Atlanta. How you doing, Katie? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, I know you Katie. got. <laughs> Hi, Kathy. How are you tonight? <laughs> I'm great. Good. I want to go back to the hip surgery um, conversation piece. I wanted to know how did you know surgery was your final option? I know lots of people who limp around for years and they just don't want to go under the knife, and so their quality of life. It's lower and lower. How do you? How did you know that it was for you? And how can other people know? Like, it's an okay surgery to get. Would you do it again? Oh, great question. Yes, that is that is actually one reason why I'm writing my book. Um, because um, when my hip started going bad, yeah, I knew it wasn't normal. I mean, um, I was very obviously athletic. I was racing. And I started doing my research um, first with the non-invasive surgery because, you know, I knew that it was going to be major and and I I wanted to be able to get back. My biggest um, uh, worry was trying to get back up because I I don't think I've ever been down for that long. Um, So I initially went to a non-invasive surgeon here and that's when he did the x-rays and said, oh, no, it's really bad. You need a total hip replacement. So once that sunk in, um, then I, I had heard about another surgeon. I had went all the way to Tennessee because this guy was supposed to be doing a special um, surgery where he would be up really quick. But when I saw him, he said, no, I, I do uh, what's called an anterior approach, which is an incision in the front versus the side. And he said, there's lots of um, surgeons in, in uh, Atlanta so, therefore, I started doing my research. Okay, well, there's an anterior approach and there's a side approach. The anterior approach is a little bit uh, is better, uh, was going to be better for me. Um, so, then okay. I went to a couple other referrals, but I found that um, I, I knew I had to get it done because at that point, 
the biggest thing was when I went to go walk somewhere, I started saying, how far is that? I never did that before. And then mm-hmm. I thought if I start slowing down, like you said, you become more sedentary. I thought, okay, mm-hmm. I have to go into the, the surgery in the best shape that I could can. So if I start becoming less sedentary, that's not good. So that's when I said, okay, I, I definitely have to get the surgery. And as I uh, said early in the show, I was turned off about uh, from certain from for me being very conservative. You know, the, the implant lasts mm-hmm. for years. You know, you don't don't do that. You can't run. You can't do this. And I don't know how much longer I'm going to be running. I, I'm just running a 5K. But I want to be the person that says, okay, it's time to stop. I didn't want anyone else to say, you have to stop from one day to the next. So research, which is, again, when I went to trying to research this, there was nothing out there. You had your books on how to come back. But my book will be about how to come back, whether you're going to be a triathlete or a golfer or somebody active, how to get your, um, your life back. Because right. mm-hmm. it, it's painful, and you you do start to become depressed because you're not you're not able to do what you love to do because it is very painful. So mm-hmm. um, definitely finding the right surgeon, and I talked to four um, that said okay. I, I get it. So um, and it's and, and more and more people, younger people, are having to have it. So it's not like it was before where you have to wait till you're 70 and, and, and do mm-hmm. it. But um, it's so much better. I, mine was outpatient. And I, it was 40 minutes. I got up. I went home. And it, it's just a, the, the, um, uh, the, the procedures are, are a lot easier now to get up and quick. But don't, don't let your, your lifestyle get sedentary before you do it. Because most people wait, uh, wait too long before they get the surgery. I agree. Good advice. Thank you. Thank hey, hey, you. Katie, I'm going to add a little bit onto that, Katie, because okay. uh, I had both of mine done. You said both. And, and, uh, wow. and a lot of people uh, say, uh, one do, uh, I know that it's time. When, when they're giving you all this pain medicine and it ain't working, uh, when, you, uh-huh. when you walk yeah. uh, uh, coming from the back door to the front door and you're almost in tears, it, it's time. I mean, and, and, uh, and I tell you, the biggest thing, just like uh, what Kathy just said, is a lot of time we want to sit back and a lot of doctors are going to say, hey, well, you might want to wait as long as you can because. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, but but don't do it because your you lifestyle is is going to deteriorate. And uh, and so uh, I, I say as soon as you know, as soon as you can feel it, as soon as your intuition tell you that it's time. Uh, to get get it done, you might want to do that, and not just that. But if your right hip is bad, that means your left one is going to be bad as well. And uh, 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 once I got my first one done, they said, "Well, you probably got about three or four years." But if you change your lifestyle, once you get it done, uh, you might be able to hold out a little longer. But uh, uh, you want to get it done as quickly as possible to change your lifestyle. Okay. Thank yeah. you. That's good to know. Great, great question. Yes. Yeah. The pain that 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 pain is is, is no joke. And I have a, a high threshold. <laughs> a high threshold pain, and it was tough. <laughs> great question. Hey, Ka- hey, Kathy. How has your thirty-year self evolved into your six-year-old self with training your clients? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a great one because. You know, you're 30 year old. You 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 think you're going to be there forever. <laughs> you think you're going to be young and active, and and uh, uh, so I've had to. Um, I think 30 years ago, I was training younger. You know, people my age. I wasn't. I wasn't trained. Now I have 70s and 80 year olds that I train. So you kind of just you could give people more. Um, harder workouts and depending on what their goals were, they wanted to run a 5k or, you know, what have you. Um, whereas now, since I've evolved in 30 years, I know that with, uh, with age, you have to allow your body to rest and recover more. So that has been an evolution just for myself as a, as a, as an athlete, you know, uh, evolving to, um, rest and, 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 
sleep more. Um, and I'm training a lot of older clients now. And what's awesome about that is I'll start some of my clients in their 70s. And I have a client today that she couldn't pick up the bags in, in the grocery store and carry them into her house and put them on her counter. And she's always saying, I, Kathy, I, I got all my bags. Because, you know, she said, they only put two things in the bag. And then she said, I have all these bags and I'm able to carry them in by myself and put them on the counter. So that is such a great um, feeling for me because I'm improving people's quality of life and she's getting stronger and she's, she's going to be able to be able to be independent a lot longer. So working on functional strength as, as we get older, balance as we get older. So that has, is, a, is a, one of the ways I've evolved from training um, my clients um, as, as in the 30 years. You know, uh, we're coming down to the end of the show, but I, I got to ask you this question. If you can take about 35 seconds to answer this, how do you find mental, physical, and spiritual balance in your life? <laughs> can you answer that? Uh, yeah, um, 35 seconds. Uh, <laughs> spiritually, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a big med- meditator, but I, I'm definitely... Um, into spirituality regarding um, uh, life and, and, and love and just having to, um, uh, you know, there's a, there's a higher power and, and they're, 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 they have control. So um, the spirituality is, 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 is huge in my life. Um, I've always been mentally strong. As, as an athlete, you have to have that mental this is what I'm going to go through when I'm going to go through my wet race. And this is how I'm going to, you know, I'm going to challenge that um, run or, or what have you. So mental toughness is definitely um, huge. I, I don't think I could have gotten through my, um, my hip surgery. If I didn't believe, yes, he said I was going to be able to race again. Uh, you, you know, that, we, gonna, we, 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 we got to end this, but it's been so much fun. I want to oh, thank no. Kathy Murray uh, <laughs> for coming on the bad. show. We got to do it again. We got to do it again. I'd like to thank my co-host, Michelle Cooley. Uh, I'd like to thank our listening audience. And we're always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message. I'd like to thank my great producer, Noah. I tell you, have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. It's your life. We'll be back Monday. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's your life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.